Snipers, you have to see what's happening to the Bitcoin price this Sunday as we are breaching the $38,000 level right now. And I wanted to delay this video update because it's Sunday and we were expecting this potential scenario to come on the table because we knew the Trick Trap and Frustrate crew were most likely not gonna wanna hold this ascending triangle support level since everybody has been watching this. On the line chart, you can see we are now breaching below this level. And we also had an indication that this was gonna happen with our two daily candles closing below the 50-day moving average. I told you guys, if we weren't gonna reconquer and recapture that 50-day moving average, there was a likelihood for us to breach below this level, but the S&P 500 has yet to actually create any further lows from its recent consolidation low. And so I wanna be very clear that unless we see the S&P 500 breach its recent consolidation low, I do not expect Bitcoin to see a full fulfillment of this breakdown at 38,000. I think this is certainly just the trick trap and frustrate crew coming in and taking price into another important support area where we have a lot of volume here at 36,500 as well as 34,788. And I told you guys this two days ago, when the weekend was gonna come, this is the most manipulated time for the cryptocurrency market. If we see price action get even towards 34,788, we could still form a higher low to see continuation of the upside. So that's just the micro timeframes that I want to just first talk about right now. I don't think that we're just gonna completely see Bitcoin break down from here and come towards the $30,000 level, which would be the target if we were to assume this ascending triangle was gonna fail. And the reason I don't think this is on the table right now is just because of the fact that the S&P 500 has yet to breach its recent consolidation lows. If it breaches its consolidation lows, as we start to see markets open up into this week, then we certainly could have that scenario on the table where we come to 30,000 US dollars. It would be the midpoint of this range. And now the range we play in has a resistance of 34,780, a support of 25,880, but that's not on the table just yet. I wanna be very clear. And I wanna also talk about a little bit of a different side of the equation today because I wanna pull up this very interesting chart I found today of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust against the M2 supply. What's very interesting about this chart, and we know the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, if you haven't heard, has been trading at a very low discount in comparison to Bitcoin spot percent. I think it's almost like a 20 to 30% discount uh, when it comes to the holdings that the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust has and the price of Bitcoin. We're seeing the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust trade at a discount. Why is GBTC so important? Well, a lot of institutions will use GBTC to enter the cryptocurrency market or at least feel like they have exposure to the cryptocurrency market. And notice how against the money supply, we actually tested this 50-month moving average. This is very important because in 2020, when we came down, our low was at this 50 month moving average. We never saw a candle on a monthly chart get below this level. And now we're testing it. And so for those that have been saying, I'm waiting for Bitcoin to bottom out. Well, in this chart, it looks like Bitcoin has bottomed out and it looks like Bitcoin isn't going to see 
too much more further downside. And so I think that that's a very interesting puzzle piece on the table right now. You can see on the grayscale Bitcoin trust against money supply chart, we're also already testing that 200 week moving average. We already tested it. And so could we make the case that there's a bottom here? Well, I think that that's certainly on the table. What's also very interesting is look at Facebook against the M2 supply right now. We have completely broken down from the 200 week moving average, but look at where we've stopped so far, right where we had the March 2020 low and the December 2018 low. These were two different periods in which traditional markets bottomed out and saw a max fear scenario of a capitulation. And it looks like Facebook has already reached that level of max fear where it could potentially bounce. And so a lot of people are saying, okay, we're waiting for a bottom. We're waiting for a bottom. Well, what if the bottom is here? What if the Bitcoin to USDT price, the spot price isn't going to come to its 200 week moving average because it's a lot nicer to hold Bitcoin than it is to hold GBTC. But there's an indicator right now that if you're an institution and you only can get exposure to Bitcoin through GBTC, well, guess what? Here's your chance. And so is this potential scenario still on the table where we've already potentially bottomed out for Bitcoin? We're not going to see Bitcoin get back below 30,000 or cross back below this 100 week moving average. I think that there's strong case there to make. And if we were to just try to give ourselves a bullish bias snipers, why wouldn't we say that there's a potential with rising buy volume on the daily chart? a very large spike of institutional buy volume coming in to form the higher low that we saw on the 24th of February at 34,788. These are all puzzle pieces that we could use to the bullish bias and say that Bitcoin has bottomed out. What we're seeing right now is manipulation. The whales could bring Bitcoin down to 36,500, even 34,780. But the fact of the matter is there's a potential scenario on the table right now that we have bottomed out. Let's look at the S&P 500 against the M2 supply. Well, we look at the S&P 500 against the M2 supply. This is a very interesting chart as well, because look at what's happening here. This is a chart that could have predicted the top of the market recently, because guess what? The top was exactly where the pre March 2020 top was and against the money supply, the S&P 500 was only able to recover just as far as it was before the March 2020 crash before now that we're seeing this downside. And guess what? We're at the 200 week moving average for us to cross below this 200 week moving average. It's happened in March 2020. It happened because there was a lot of fear in the markets. I mean, this was a all out capitulation scenario. But even in December of 2018, a lot of us look at this as a capitulation scenario because Bitcoin did capitulate here when we saw the S&P 500 come down to this 200 week moving average. You can see it didn't get too far below this 200 week moving average. Matter of fact, it found support the midpoint of this channel that dates back all the way to 2009. And so this was a huge macro pattern here. And in 2018, when Bitcoin capitulated, it was only when the S&P 500 was able to correct to the midpoint of this channel. We are correcting to this midpoint of the channel. 
why would there be more downside? I just want to throw these scenarios on the table. I just want to put this out there right now because I'm not too concerned about Bitcoin breaching below 38,000 US dollars right now with S&P 500 not breaching its recent consolidation lows. And of course, it's just futures markets that are open right now. But I just want to put that on the table. And so another thing I'll say is that with Bitcoin at this point, uh, obviously this breakdown here of this support level was with low volume, so not too concerning there. At this point, things still stand the same way they were before the weekend, which is Bitcoin needs to glue itself back to this 50-day moving average sooner than later at 39,800. I want to see Bitcoin get back there. If we can get back there, maybe this was all we're going to see here for the Trick Trap and Frustrate crew. Maybe they don't bring it down to 36,500. We get back to that 50-day moving average. We glue ourselves in there, uh, and then we could potentially see that upside scenario come back on the table. Of course, being above 38,000, the range that we're in has a resistance of 41,950, and a support of 30,000. If we stay below 38,000 hourly and four-hour candles, our range only adjusts down to 36,500 being the major support. And then if we breach 36,500, our major support's 34,788. So it's nice that we have these two very strong levels of support just below 38,000. I know a lot of people are just focusing in on this ascending triangle, but uh, you know, here on the Cypress channel, we like to observe the masses and do the opposite. So I'm just going to go ahead and just delete this ascending triangle from our chart because it doesn't really matter anymore. It's not really helping us. We know 38,000 is the major support and just below that's 36,500. We also know that we're inside of this consolidation just like the S&P 500 has been. And as long as S&P 500 doesn't break down, we don't expect Bitcoin to break down. It's a stronger asset right now based on the monthly candles we know. In January, we did this with our monthly candle analysis, we had a low of 32,917. And then in February, our low was 34,000. And then now we have not even formed any further lows from February. But then we look at the S&P 500 and in January, it had a low. And then in February, it breached that low. So it was weaker than Bitcoin. And so nothing has changed from January to February to March when it comes to the mindset of these assets. And, uh, you know, I don't see the political environment changing much. I mean, we, we knew Russia and Ukraine was having tension into February and March, uh, and Bitcoin has only proven to be stronger. So that's the point there. So very interesting to see those revolving parts on the table. Very interesting as well to look at Japan against the money supply, because if we look at Japan, the largest traditional market outside of the S&P 500, what you'll notice here is if we go into the monthly chart, we have come down to pretty much uh, near the May, uh, I'm sorry, the March of 2020 lows. Uh, we haven't gotten that low, uh, but I wouldn't say that there's a reason for markets to get that low. Um, of course, with individual stocks, even PayPal and Facebook have yet to breach its March 2020 lows. Uh, despite the amount of downside they've seen. And so uh, I don't see there's a reason uh, for that to be on the table. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts in the comments below, snipers. Uh, but so far, you know, with the revolving parts, I will mention with the DXY, what we're monitoring into this week is are we rejecting this extremely important resistance here at 99.132? Staying below this level is the best case scenario for Bitcoin. We breach above this level, 
then we have a little bit of a more concerning scenario on the table where that could lead the S&P 500 to breach its recent consolidation lows. Uh, we did have a bearish candle close for the S&P 500 on Friday, but everyone's talking about the markets capitulating and the markets will always do the opposite of what traders expect. So if everyone's saying that the markets are ready to capitulate, we can expect the complete opposite to happen. And so we're going to watch the S&P 500 as well. I think that we really need to get above this monthly open at this point. We've been below it for some time, right around 43.68 for the S&P 500 E-mini futures contract. And we're currently sitting at 42.21. Uh, so we need a couple hundred points to the upside for the S&P 500 to get that. Uh, but Japan opening up, up 1%, China and Euro 100 up right now. Gold still calming down, not too much action there, staying below its weekly open. So that's something to just keep in mind. I am gonna have to update our previous weekly opens on our chart. They're always updated every week and they're always in green. And so yesterday's, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the previous weekly open uh, was at 38,420. So we're gonna have to put that right up here. Uh, and what's interesting about this weekly open is it's above 38,000. Last week, we had a weekly open below 38,000. So now you guys are watching me do some of the behind the scenes work on the chart, but I wanted this to be a little bit of a different update. Um, I don't really wanna talk much about last week's candle. I wouldn't say m there was much there. We pretty much stayed inside of the range of the week prior's candle. Um, we didn't really see much movement away. We did form a little bit of uh, some lower levels, um, but we're staying here above 36,500, uh, right at that $38,000 level really. And, and that's what we've seen happen over the last few weeks. So not much there. And so we'll see what happens. If, if, if we do see the S&P 500 breach its consolidation lows, I'll certainly get an emergency video out to you guys. Um, if Bitcoin starts to break down from 36,500, We'll watch 34,788, but I, I don't see this as a concerning scenario. I think that uh, if it's gonna happen, it should happen here in the next 24 hours during the weekend where the markets are most manipulated. Um, and then we'll have to just kind of reassess the situation as traditional markets open. So nothing crazy, nothing to be worried about just yet. Just because we're reaching that ascending triangle doesn't mean much in my opinion. Um, our first goal right now is to get back towards 39,800. That would be the 50-day moving average, glue ourselves back there, uh, and then we can get some upside scenarios on the table. So thank you all for tuning into the Snipers channel this Sunday. Hope you had a great Sunday. Enjoy your week coming up and smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm if you support the four-dimensional analysis, and I'll see you guys later. Snipers, out.